Are you ready to be the best that you can be? Join hybrid business coach and consultant Charity Brown and her guest as they give you behind the scenes access to the insider tips and tricks that will help you take your business to the next level. Charity has an extraordinary approach to boosting businesses to break out of their modes, influence their industries, and become leaders of their packs. And she's ready to pass this inspiring knowledge on to you today. Learn how to change your game and build your business into what you've always dreamed of, right here on the Create Clarity with Charity Podcast. Hello and welcome to Create Clarity with Charity. Today I have an amazing guest, Miss Holly Christensen, the CEO of Dune Jewelry. Hi, Holly. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. I am so excited you are here for one because I got my amazing new piece to add to my collection. Oh my gosh, this jewelry is so amazing. I have to thank you and let my audience know how generous and wonderful you are um, for sending me this really amazing piece with the abalone and um, stainless no, it's silver, hundred percent, right? Yeah. Let's yeah. let's talk about that. These. So this is one of Holly's amazing pieces, and it is so classy. It really is like an amazing piece. It reminds me of Tiffany and Co. Actually, it's really nice, and it fits nice, and it's light, but yet heavy enough to be like classy. So, um, let's talk about how you what what you do, and and how that's all possible to bring such uh, joy and happiness to people like me who really value and appreciate jewelry. <laughs> So here we are. Let's let's talk about you. Let's talk about this amazing business that you have and how it all started. Gosh, it feels, you know, some days it feels like it was three days ago, and then it feels like it's 30 years ago starting the business. But I Mm -hmm. I started by making uh jewelry thing beach stand from Uh, local beaches on Cape Cod where I grew up and I was at my kitchen table simply kind of using that as an artistic outlet learning how to use jeweler's resin and different lapidary machines and and things Um, and that was around that was in 2007 and yeah and we uh, or I continued to do that and I was gifting the jewelry to friends and family and they, I would see them, they'd be wearing it. I, it made me very excited. And then the question was posed, well, wait a minute, I have sand from Bermuda. Can you use that? Or I just got back from Iceland and, and I have a little tiny pinch of sand. Can you use that? And I'm like, absolutely, right? Why not? Yeah. Um, and then the notion, you know, the real idea started um, formulating where everybody I know and you know has a special memory or moment um, in time in a special location that is so meaningful to them that they want to hold on to it. Um, so that, that was that, then it, it took on a life of its own. Yes. So I know that even from a very young age, you were like an entrepreneurial spirit. Like you started off young, very independent and driven to, um, you know, create your path to success. And you started, um, I don't know when you were like 17 or 18 with your entrepreneurial endeavors or. Yeah. I mean, I, I love to, you know, I think some entrepreneurs are born out of 
um, necessity, right? And I, I'm one of those entrepreneurs. It's, it's, I had worked since I was 11 years old, which sounds crazy, but back then it, it really wasn't unheard of. Um, and I was working um, all the way through. I always had a great work ethic. And um, I think that that kind of helped me propel into entrepreneurship because I had had so many jobs. I left home when I was 15 and um, it just was a tumultuous kind of uh, childhood home, kind of this wild bohemian environment, which wasn't bad, but wasn't good. There was no structure and, and, and it started to become a little bit negative as I was in high school. So when I was 15, I decided to pack. I had been working for a few years anyway. And I was mm -hmm. like, all right, I'm quitting school. I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm ready. Like, let me fly. And so I left home and um, couch surfed for a little while, found my own little studio apartment. I mean, that's I, what I, you that, and I have a lot in common because I did that too. And I went to beauty school. I was like, skip this high school stuff. I gotta get yeah. out of here. Like I wasn't relating with anyone. Like- I was so lost, but yeah, I was so driven on my own path. And as an entrepreneur, you know, you have to check out of the box, right? Like a lot of people fit it, want to fit into what their parents want or the framework for society, right? And we have to fit into this societal norm. Um, but then when we, you know, take our own leap, because we know that's what we need to do to grow. Like you're saying, you already were working, you were already independent and you didn't want to continue living in uh, dysfunction or lifestyle yeah. that wasn't really um, helping you grow. So you, you met your friend Kelly, right? During that time or Kelly and I had been friends since we were five years old. Oh, wow. So the idea of Dune really came from Kelly because she and I were working in like 2006, 2007. Um, she had a business called Beach Sand Snowflakes and they were these little snowflake ornaments made with sand from all over Cape Cod. And they were, people love that. To this day, people are like, where can I get Beach Sand Snowflakes? Like all the locals in the know. Uh -huh. uh, people loved them because they gave you a little piece of your happy place, your spot um, to hold on to and, and put on the tree or put in your window. And, um, and then we were like, what's the next step? You know, ornaments are great, but what's next? And that's when I started messing around with the jewelry at my kitchen table. We took a couple of classes together and it's crazy because ultimately she decided to stay home and, and raise her boys, um, which mm -hmm. I love. And now they're off in college and working and everything. So now we're back full circle. So we didn't stay partners that whole time. I kind of went off on my own, grew Dune. And then Kelly was like, how about we open a flagship store on Cape Cod where it all began? Oh, and wow. so she's the proprietor of um, Dune Harwichport. So it's oh, like wow. it all came full circle, these, these ideas, the creative endeavors. And now here she is with this stunning boutique boutique on the Cape that is like, it's like one of those places you walk into and you can feel the like calming, beautiful ocean energy. It's really, oh, it's I love cool. that. 
Yeah. Oh, amazing. So that's, that's a really great audience out there. See lifetime friendships. They can all blossom from the kitchen table, right? Like literally you guys were hustling, creating snowflake ornaments and helping your friend out. And it spiraled into this creative frenzy and now into this amazing business that you have where you're giving back as well. Like um, you're giving back to the oceans, you're giving back to um, other charities in need, you're really like, you know, it's a very heart centered business, along with giving everyone those memories, and um, helping them, you know, keep those close, um, a- along with many other options. So we'll get into that when I show your um, website and your products, because it's okay. not just Ocean Sand. I know a lot of people will be happy to hear all the other things that you're doing, but let's talk about your earlier years in business where you were, you know, I think you said you got your real estate license. You Did. started. So, yeah, I had worked. I mean, I, <laughs> it's looking back, I'm not embarrassed, but it's like entertaining to me now a little bit. Like, you know, I had worked waitressing, bartending. Um, I used to do the promotional model. Like the, it, you remember being like back in the day, you'd be in a, a bar and you'd have like a shop girl going around with mm-hmm. some random new Kahlua or something. Yeah. The bottle girls. I, yeah. Hi. Um, I mean, I did that. I, uh, like my earlier jobs were not academic or, um, really rooted in anything except for hustle. It was like mm-hmm. interesting bartending, hospitality, customer service. Um, and then I, I went from that. I was approached by a, a GM at a car dealership and he's like, you just, you have all the intangibles. I'm like, what's well, an intangible, what, what, you know? And he's like, you have all, you don't know the car business. You know nothing about cars, but you have all the intangible uh, goods, uh, personality traits that you need to be successful in sales. And I was like, all right, let's give it a shot. And because mm-hmm. at that point I wasn't, I didn't have a path. Remember that unstructured bohemian, bo- bohemian upbringing did not, uh, there were no expectations for me. Right. But I did know that I like to make money because it felt me, it made me feel secure mm-hmm. for whatever reason, you know, it's, it is what it is. Um, and so learning sales, especially in an environment where people just innately distrust you, you know, car salesman is just yeah. considered to be negative. There's a negative connotation to it. I don't know if that's changed over the years, but that's when I was in the business, it was, you know, very challenging because you come in and someone has a, a, a an immediate distrust for you and you have to overcome all those obstacles and still get to the finish line. And I I think though that type of sales environment was really a great learning tool for me. And that's when I decided to get my real estate license. Um, and that's kind of when things really changed for me because I loved real estate. I loved mm-hmm. finding people homes. I loved helping develop, build multi-unit buildings in Boston, picking out finishes, the interior design part of it. It was just, I just loved it. Yeah, and- it is like the ultimate business. And it's one it where you can, so lucrative, right? Yes. And it teaches you all those things, cash flow, um, marketing, sales, it's everything all in a very glamorous, lovely package of if you can roll with it and learn how to, you know, wait on the commissions and work for your principal yeah. and all that. So that's great. The metamorphosis of this entrepreneurial journey where, so you're, you're doing real estate, your friend is selling the ornaments. Where, where did you finally jump ship and say, I'm doing this full time? 
<laughs> my husband, it's a funny story because I worked in real estate for the first three years of Dune Jewelry because I was like, I'm a Libra too. So I'm like, Ooh, do I do it? Do I not do it? Do I do it? Do I, it takes me a little while to make a decision or it used to, I'm better now. Um, and so I was like, I remember distinctly 2014, 2014 was the first year that I didn't have a real estate commission on my, you know, my uh, W-2s or my taxes. Mm, okay. um, and so my husband was like, listen, he's like, you're toggling back and forth. You're spreading yourself thin. He's like, it's either now or never. He's like, just mm -hmm. jump in with both feet or do real estate. Like you're not, this can't, it's not sustainable. We were starting to have children at that time. And it was, it was a little chaotic and, but he was right. And the thing is, is I was really worried about scaling. Cause I'm like, well, how am I going to teach people how to make the jewelry the way I make it and how I want it to be, um, uh, created because I, I, we sit there with a toothpick and literally pick out beautiful little grains of sand to put in each, you know, in each bezel and, and things. So yeah, mm -hmm. there's the grains of sand. There they are. So, <laughs> and these are, we're all started as handmade and you guys are still hand yeah. putting all the sand in each piece of jewelry. Full-time artists. Yep. Full-time full artists. Yeah. And my so, husband said, so I was like, I don't know if I can teach people how to do this. And I was really sweating it. Um, and he was like, listen, he's like, this is not rocket science. People teach people to do brain surgery. Like he was like really kind of, he's rough around the edges anyway. And he really kind of like gave it to me straight. And he was right. You know, it's not rocket science. It's art, but it's not rocket science. So mm -hmm. luckily I took his, his uh, vote of confidence and his rough around the edges speech. And I was like, all right, let's do that. <laughs> That's awesome. So you're like, okay, full-time entrepreneur. I'm going to, you know, make millions off my amazing jewelry, which I think a lot of us girls, you know, had the little bead loom and we're making bracelets and we've all dreamt of like our, our, you know, crafty creatives, you know, going viral. Right. Cause it is kind of fun to make so fun. custom jewelry. And that's, what I love about your jewelry. So where is that on your site where it has a video, how you had a video to select? Is it under is, explore? It might be under explore. Cause you have like a cool little way to show how you custom select your, you know, the, the, the design and then the kind of sand. And then like, it might be you, under sand bank and elements. I wonder, let's see what that drop down is. Um, yeah. Sandbank and under explorer. No, like over to the left, sandbank and element. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I wonder, so I let's wonder, talk. So each yeah. person gets to create their own custom piece. So this is 100%. Yeah. So, and, and not only now, just the custom, um, you have gems, you have uh, crystals, you have sand, and People can also send their loved ones or their favorite pet passed on. Ashes, right? yep. Yep. So hypothetically, if you chose, you know, if you chose a, a bracelet that had three bezels in it, you know, in the middle, you could create it with uh, sand from your honeymoon. Say it's um, Palm Beach and Aruba. Uh, yeah. And then on one side, you wanted turquoise because you love the, metaph the metaphysical uh, meaning of turquoise. And then in another 
you wanted to put sand from the Greek islands because that's where you want to go someday and you want to manifest that trip. Like it's, it's that customizable. You could that's put so cool. flower petals from your wedding. You could put flower petals from a funeral. Wow. Um, it's yeah, it's hyper custom um, in the best way possible. So, oh, there's Positano, Italy. That's where I went on my honeymoon. Oh, beautiful. And that's kind of where you, you got the idea of bringing the sand home with you, right? Because it wasn't always like all these pieces, right? It was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was for sure. It was, um, it was an evolution, right? Because I was like, oh, we'll just Cape Cod sand. It's really pretty. And then people saying, wait, I have this sand. Because it's it's mind-blowing how many people have a little tiny vial of sand from places all over the world. I had a woman send in sand recently from Barbados that she's had since 1974 in a little oh, jar wow. um, that oh, wow. she and her husband picked up on their honeymoon. Yep. That it was so cool. Heartwarming story. I was like, cry. I'm like, oh my God. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's so wonderful to have those keepsakes, yeah. heirlooms. Those will be passed on for generations. It's just yeah. so, so cool. So not only that, you just make people's, you know, life by having these cool keepsakes and these opportunities to keep your memories alive and wearing them. Um, you also are doing some super amazing work um, with Four Oceans, right? Mm-hmm um they're they're connected because you do all the beach work and you're doing all the cleanup and helping you know relieve the horrible um plastic that we're all witnessing so let's talk about your plastic additions and and how that fits in I love four ocean so much they are an incredible advocate for mother earth they've pulled over 25 million pounds of plastic out of our oceans. Imagine that like 25 million pounds. Um, And this has been a dream collaboration. Talk about manifestation. Like this has been something I've been dreaming of for so many years. And we finally got to connect um, over the, over the past year and four ocean now sends us that they pull plastic out of the ocean they process it into this little like colored flake almost and they send it to us and we put it we inlay it into our jewelry so we have bali uh plastic from bali hawaii florida um uh there's one and look at how beautiful that looks that's plastic i know that looks so pretty Bali blue on the left, the pink is Florida and the right is Hawaii. And it's like this sea foam, you know, it's just, it's beautiful. And so when you add the four ocean plastic to any of the silhouettes designs on our website, we upcharge you $10, but the entire $10 goes to four ocean, like every penny. It's not, you know, it's not, um, Split. There's no admin costs and split. No, yeah. no, we just yeah. From what I read, you've done like over over a quarter million dollars in giving campaigns mm-hmm. in the yeah. last five years. Is that right? Yeah, we started doing giving uh, giving month, which is March. When we have little giving. Yay! Everyone hear that March? That's yes, March. That's it's when this is going to air. So we need to make sure everyone's going to DuneJewelry.com to make sure they get their contribution to Earth and cleaning up the oceans too. So yay! So let's talk about that. Yes, March. Sorry for interrupting. No, you're great. I love 
I love giving back. I, I find that not only, I mean, what's the point of being in business? Honestly, um, if you can't at least give back to your community, if not the earth and, yes. you know, I, I, I say it a lot and I probably sound like a broken record, but you know, our oceans are the one thing that differentiates us from every other planet. It's the yeah. lifeblood of our planet and we can't treat it. We can't treat it like a toilet. So yeah. a lot of our donations do go to Ocean Conservancy. I also love Mission Blue. If you're not familiar, go watch the documentary. It's amazing. Sylvia Earle, uh, just a, an incredible woman um, who is really trying to make a change to our oceans. Um, Beautiful. But we also, you know, quite honestly, we have uh, multiple different charities um, that we donate to on a quarterly basis, just always. Um, mm -hmm. Alzheimer's, uh, opioid addiction and research, um, uh, autism awareness. So there's there's a lot that we do. Beautiful. Yeah. So the giving back factor is one of the big things for, you know, the Create Clarity with Charity podcast and show is about that evolutionary entrepreneur that's giving back, not only just, you know, capitalizing on a wonderful idea and, um, but also being able to turn around and give that back to the audience or to other entrepreneurs or the earth, right? And so you're just like a beacon of exactly what I like to share on here. So let's talk about this. So all these innovative ways to like really create a brand that has purpose and that also is bringing happiness and abundance and, you know, also giving back is, is really quite remarkable. So for all the young entrepreneurs out there all, or the newbies, not just young, maybe people that are just starting out and they have this passion for jewelry and they, they have, you know, like a some inventory and and they're ready to rock and roll. What would be your words of advice uh, in this market space, in this crazy market that we're in right now? What would you tell them? Uh, well, I'd tell them entrepreneurship's not for everyone. So make sure you're ready. Um, it is a 24 seven thing. You know, nowadays we hear a lot about work-life balance and so on and so forth. There's going to be some years where work is outweighing your life balance and that's but that's okay depending on what kind of person you are um it's it's difficult it's hard you need help you need a network um whether it's friends family coaches mentors um i think that it's a very important thing that people don't because i'm i'm a lone wolf like i i was an only child i i'm okay doing things by myself but for so long i thought i could do it all by myself and i can't it's, yeah. it's, you just, nobody can. And if you think you can, more power to you. But in my opinion, I don't think anyone can do it by themselves. So if you can get, <clears throat> get a great network around you, that's, that's number one. Yes. Um, amen to that. Like mentorship yeah. and having someone who's done it like you, like a lot of these newer brands are cookie cuttering and kind of helping with mentorship by creating cool programs to easily help people kind of, you know, um, create wealth by their art. And yeah. that's, I mean, really getting tapping into that creative, you know, and encouraging that is so wonderful. And I love that. Like it does take a community. It, you can do it <clears throat> on your own, but you won't be as successful and it won't feel as good as to have an amazing team and someone cheering you on. Um, so I remember we were also talking about, you know, the ways, um, 
to kind of scale your business without bankrupting it because a lot of people are just over their head um, on trying to get new customers. So let's talk about that. Yeah, I can speak, I can speak at length regarding that um, in many different uh, multifaceted ways. I were bootstrapped. So we did not take any investor money. That was really important to me because I didn't know if I had the 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 skills to pay it back, right? So I was just like, let's get scrappy and and bootstrap. Um, and that's what we're still doing today. And you know, for, for me, uh, our most quite honestly, and I was just looking at numbers over the weekend, our most profitable year uh, was a year where we weren't doing digital marketing yet. We had a really strong organic presence. We had a really strong SEO um, mm-hmm. strategy. But we weren't playing with Meta and uh, and Google and any of that. And it it was uh, we threw like a twenty percent margin to the bottom line, which is very good in the jewelry and in in the artist and crafted jewelry industry. It's unheard of. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and that was it. That was our last year that we've showed that kind of profit because then we started messing around with digital marketing, um, which I know can be extraordinarily uh, effective for some people. But I think that you need to have a blend of both. You know, you can Mm -hmm. have your ads on Facebook and you can do your pay-per-click with Google and whatnot. Um, But you also need to have a strong presence. You need your direct-to-consumer email list. You know, Mm -hmm. when I read things like direct-to-consumer emails dead, that's not, I mean, that's how we create, I want to say, I think the number is right around 30% of our revenue every month. Mm -hmm. Um, when it comes to our online business, because we, we uh, ship B2B and direct to consumer. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, you know, direct email, huge, the more engaged email uh, emails that you can add to your list, it's going to just help you in the future. Yeah. And your emails are classy. They're nice. It's like the website coming to you in your inbox with a sale. Like it's very interactive. I noticed I've been following it since we connected. So I actually read your emails, but this is, I want to see what you're doing or what's coming up, but that's so key, right? Because it's right to their inbox. Yeah. If you can nail that and have your best product right in front of their face when they wake up checking their emails, like, especially when holidays are coming. So, um, and think too, though, think about affiliate marketing, influencer marketing, digital paid SEO. I mean, there's always going to be something brand new right around the corner, but if you can find three avenues that, you know, work for you and then pilot, you know, one new thing for one quarter test, you know, do a test, uh, mm-hmm. oh, AB testing obviously is, is AB testing. Yes. 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 It's key. So, okay, you guys. So if you haven't seen or heard of Dune Jewelry yet, and you haven't seen her marketing campaigns, you need to go check them out on Instagram. She has a, a, a awesome page there. Also dunejewelry.com. And okay, before we go, I do want to mention that you did write a book, right? Also? I did. Yes. yes. So just, you know, as I'm a fellow author and I really love the story and, you know, your, your mission with, um, you know, lifeblood of humanity and the ocean's mother earth. And it's like a reflection of womanhood. Let's talk about that briefly. Yeah, I I wrote a book called Happiness Comes in Waves. And like everything else with my in my life, it's a collaboration. It's um, there. It was a collaboration between all of the women I've met, many of the women I've met in, in my life. So it's full of really powerful, um, unique quotes from 
customers of Dune, uh, co-workers of Dune. Uh, it's just, I love it. Um, and mm. so every chapter has a lesson I've learned from the ocean, like be unstoppable, uh, be soulful, be abundant. Um, and then we have a sand story from a customer, powerful female centered quotes, and then a nature-based short meditation at the end of every chapter. I and love it. Yeah. That's and then so the wonderful. Are like just beautiful ocean-based, water-based photos that actually my friend Samantha, who I've been friends with for twelve years, uh, for twelve years since we were twelve years old. Oh wow! Um, yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. a whole other set of math. But um, she she took about fifty percent of the photos in the book. So again, I think uh, I center myself in collaboration quite often. Where is the book on the site? Is it on your website? It should be on the website. Oh, under bestsellers. Oh yeah. Bestsellers. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Yay. So that's another one. If everyone's looking for inspiration, motivation, meditation, tapping into, you know, your best self words. Oh, here we go. Happiness there comes in waves. Is. Yeah. It's Love just one it. of those books too. Like you just put it on your nightstand, put it on your coffee table, open it up, read a few quotes, know that it's coming from real women who are majority, you know, working women, women who love to travel, travel, who want to embrace life. And I just, I'm really proud of it. Yes. I love it. It's beautiful. So that's, you're really inspirational, Holly. I love, I love your energy and you're creative and you're just so authentic and real. And that's what we're about. So that's like taking entrepreneurship to that evolutionary level, giving back, creating, you know, um, custom pieces for memories is, is just really enlightening. So before we sign off, do you have any words of advice um, or anything extra for the audience that they may want to hear from you? Oh, gosh, so much. But no, I just I love entrepreneurship. I love business ownership. I think it's the greatest journey of my life. And I think anyone who's thinking about doing it, just do it, do it, do it, do it. I know you yeah. just got to be ready for it, right? Mm -hmm. um, dream or big. start before you're ready. That's what I say. Cause we're never oh, ready. You got to sure. leave, right? Well, you gotta... what's, the, what's the saying about, um, just don't wait for perfection. Nothing's ever going to be perfect. And quite honestly, it's subjective. I can show someone one design. They're like, Oh my God, it's perfect. I can show it to someone else. They're like, Ooh, it needs this, this, and this. So it doesn't, yeah, you have to jump in. Um, another thing, listen to your customers. I always say, you know, you cannot be in your own bubble. You need to jump in with both feet, get your product or service out there, but then be willing and able to take in the feedback and absorb, absorb it and recalibrate your plan. Because at the end of the day, you're not in business to make yourself happy. You're in business to either sell product, make someone else happy, help someone else. Um, so yes. you really have to be open to feedback. So important. Totally. And I found that in e-commerce that it's not what I like. Okay. That no. goes on the site. It's what everyone else likes. And it's exactly the opposite of what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> I know it happens to me all the time, all the time. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Like, you yeah. know, you start to second guess. I, I, it's, it's funny. I, I always, I loved like really unique kind of simple shapes against the organic sand. And my customers were like, no, I want waves and I want starfish and I want, and I was like, 
Oh, okay. Oh, and like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a happy medium there. So mm-hmm. cool. So that's our expert for today, folks. I know that you really probably are so excited to go get your custom piece because that's what I'm going to do now. Um, I have some business to do with Holly um, in regards to design. So I really hope you guys all also go check out doingjewelry.com and find her on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and get your custom piece of jewelry that also is giving back to the ocean cleanup this year and every year, actually, right? So every year, hopefully more and more. Yes. So everyone have a beautiful day and thank you so much for being here, Holly. It's been amazing. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon. Are you ready to be the best that you can be? Join hybrid business coach and consultant Charity Brown and her guest as they give you behind the scenes access to the insider tips and tricks that will help you take your business to the next level. Charity has an extraordinary approach to boosting businesses to break out of their modes, influence their industries, and become leaders of their packs. And she's ready to pass this inspiring knowledge on to you today. Learn how to change your game and build your business into what you've always dreamed of right here on the Create Clarity with Charity Podcast.